0: Hello, this is Bill Koenig with the Spy Command, and I'm here with part three of uh, the blog series about the 60th anniversary of Dr. No. Part three is titled A Pretty Rough Diamond. Producers Albert R. Broccoli and Harry Saltzman had $1 million of United Artists money helped with a major Bank of America loan to bring Dr. No to the screen. That meant they couldn't spend a fortune on their lead actor the man who would personify James Bond. Their choice ended up, ended up making themselves and the actor involved rich. The choice, of course, was Sean Connery, 31 years old at the time that Dr. No went into production. Ken Adam, in interviews for extras for 007 movie DVDs directed by John Cork, described him as, quote, a pretty rough diamond, unquote, at that time. Broccoli, in his autobiography, used nearly identical phrasing. Quote, an uncut diamond at the time. Physically and in his general persona, he was too much of a rough cut to be a replica of Ian Fleming's upper-class secret agent. The Scotsman wasn't a star, but he already was an experienced actor. He had acting credits extending back to 1954, even if some of them were in small parts, like an episode of the Jack Benny program or a secondary role in 1959's Tarzan's Greatest Adventure. How much or little Connery was paid for Dr. No is in some dispute. Connery told Playboy magazine in a 1965 interview he only received 6,000 British pounds or about $16,800. UK film historian Adrian Turner in his 1998 book On Goldfinger puts the figure at $40,000 in line with director Terrence Young's paycheck. In Broccoli's autobiography, a reproduction of a message sent from Broccoli to Saltzman appears. It says, New York, a reference to United Artists New York headquarters, quote, did not care for Connery, feels we can do better, unquote. The UA executives would change their minds, especially once audiences had their chance to evaluate Connery as 007. Connery was coached by Young in the ways of the Bondian lifestyle, despite, according to Broccoli, the director preferred Richard Johnson in the role. Richard Maybaum, one of three credited screenwriters on Dr. No, said at a 1987 conference, the videos included in the DVD extra The Thunderball Phenomenon, that Connery wasn't exactly Ian Fleming's James Bond and a rougher character. Quote, our attributing to him all these gentlemanly qualifications and stuff was the cream of the jest, Maybaum said in 1987. It made it funny. It made him instantly acceptable, unquote. Whatever the exact reason, the choice of Connery was a successful one. For the actor, it was the springboard to a legendary career. For the producers, it ensured more orders from United Artists for Bond movies. For many fans, Connery supplied an image of 007 that hasn't been surpassed. Connery would have many battles later with Broccoli and Saltzman, especially about money. But six decades ago, the choice of an unknown actor was proven right. Next up, the Elegant Venus. This is Bill Koenig with the Spy Command, and I'll talk to you later.